allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Can you hear me? Yep. All right, we're here. We're back, and uh, we're uh, uh, on our podcast here. It's Monday as usual. Let me turn that up just a little bit so I can hear myself. There we go. Uh, yeah, it's Monday, December 20th, uh, 2021. That's kind of scary. Yeah, I know. It's only <laughs> 10 more days, and we're 11 more days. We're in the new year of 2022. I wasn't even going that far. Wow. I was just thinking of Christmas. There. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas. It's, uh, we're brought to you by Mountaintop Media in conjunction with the uh, Red, White, and Blueprint Project. Uh, welcome to our podcast uh, Monday once again. And uh, if you'd like to, if you like and see what you hear, uh, please uh, consider supporting us. You can call 530-221-0101. Again, that's 530-221-0101. We need donations to continue our podcasts and radio programs. Make the mm-hmm. checks out to Pecan. Uh, we hate to uh, ask you for money, but we got to ask you for money. <laughs> we have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> we, if you want to send that in, you can send it to 14421 Old Oregon Trail, Sweet B, Redding, California, 96003. Put in the memo media so it gets to the right account. Uh, we are a 501c3 as well, and uh, all of your donations are tax deductible mm-hmm. if that helps you out. And uh, okay, so. You can also send us um, ideas of shows if you would like us to cover certain topics or have something that you would like us to cover. Give us a call at five three zero two two one zero one zero one. It is a target rich environment out there. That's yeah, for sure. There may be something the, that we were not aware of that may need to be put out there. There you have it. Make sure you hit the like uh, the like button and share our content because that's what gets us out there. Uh, it, it helps us tremendously with the algorithms and smash the bell for notifications and. Uh, and uh, you can go to the chat room at YouTube uh, during a live program, but we're not doing those no. at this point, so we'll have to wait till the future for that. But uh, interesting developments are afoot. Let's go ahead and roll that first uh, clip by five times August. I think it's a great, uh, uh, great video. And uh, I think we're you're up at uh, one fifteen, and uh, I think uh, do we want we want no do the first one fifteen. Go back and start it from the beginning. Yeah, I'm going to have to make those notes a little clearer, so we'll have to coordinate better. But go ahead and roll it, and then uh, let's see uh, when we want to cut it or not. And uh, this is a good song, so uh, go ahead, Eli. Sailing a lie 
driving us out of our minds They're telling the world not to trust their own eyes They're telling the people they're wrong They're keeping the truth for their power and gain And taking whatever we've Anybody wants to, uh, that's five times August, uh, and uh, I highly recommend that you look at some of their stuff. It's a great song. It, uh, there's quite a bit more. I'll tell you what. You know, I think the reason that one of the uh, uh, things, and it's called The Silent War, by the way, five times August, uh, and it just came out not too long ago. And, uh, you know, I think we're dealing with evil here. Yeah, I, I, I think, think it's beyond evil. I think I, I think that's why so many people struggle with this. You know, they don't think that there's people are evil enough in our government to to lie this much, to be this manipulative, to be this deceiving. Well, and, people don't think that uh, mankind is it would be evil. 
Well, that's why we bound down men with the chains of the Constitution because, uh, you know, I think it was it was either John Jay or Alexander Hamilton, uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson, I don't know which in the Federalist Papers, uh, it might have been uh, Jefferson, said that if men were angels, we wouldn't need a Constitution or laws to bind them down. And you have to understand that, that, you know, evil gravitates into high places. And you know, there's a quote from Ephesians on that, you know, we're in a battle of not flesh and blood, but of, uh, of evil in high places, basically, I'm going to paraphrase it. But... It's just ridiculous uh, what we're going through right now. So I want to kind of move into that, and I, so I want to. I also want to show how that these people are manipulating all the information that we get, so that they pos position a narrative. So let's go ahead and cue Joe uh, up there uh, with the uh, Jewish deplorable, uh, and his uh, his his. Uh, this uh, is entitled, you know, Biden says the struggle is no longer about who gets the vote. It's about who gets to count the vote. And this is pretty much exactly what Stalin said. And I've got, and we'll go into that, but let's hear Joe say it for himself because he also puts a little tagline on the end so that he can manipulate the, the uh, supposedly disenfranchised people of minority uh, status. So go ahead and play it, Eli. Just who gets to vote or making it easy for eligible people to vote. It's about who gets to count the vote and whether your vote counts at all. It's no longer just who gets to vote. Yeah, it's no longer yeah. who gets to vote. It's who gets to count the vote and, and whether your vote, vote counts at all. Right. So, so now, uh, you know, take that example. In New York, they're voting to make non-citizens uh, non able to vote. They, they pa they're passing they're a law. They're passing a law. I did see that, yeah. So they want to count everybody's vote who's going to get them elected and not count anybody else's vote because citizens should be the only votes that count because right. otherwise you, look at what look think about it for a second why wouldn't everybody from every other country just come over here and vote uh, anybody they wanted in there whether it would be Stalin or Mao or you know whoever uh, that would completely disregard the the, the citizen uh, well, citizenry. we kind of have that too in California if you stop and think about it because you know the DMV is registering people for different parties and for voting. It's legal it, to vote in California, but not in a pri presidential election. But who's counting the, the votes? votes? Yeah, they don't even have to be citizens. And, so know. I did a little homework on this, all right? And uh, so we asked Snoops. <laughs> oh, well, that's doing because some homework. They because check they never facts, lie. So yeah, they, they, you know. They're not biased or nothing. And and this is Snoop saying, "Did Joseph Stalin say it's not the people who uh, it's not the people who who vote that count? It's uh, you know that type it of thing." And of vote. course, of course, just uh, they had the claim was the version is it's not that people who vote that count; it's the people who count the votes. And uh, you know, the example was. Uh, it's not who votes, but who counts the votes. Joseph, did Joseph Stalin say uh, all of this stuff? And did Stalin talk about voting? And, you know, uh, he, the people who cast the votes don't decide the election. It's the people who count. So there's a v bunch of various versions of this. And, of course, their rating was it's a mixture. A mixture of it's what? A, it's a, well, that's a good question. What does <laughs> what, that mean? Well, yeah, what does that mean? But they're basically saying that he was talking about not counting the national elections but the party elections and i'm saying does okay. that even matter yeah. what's the difference what's the difference okay and because uh, oh i'm only it gonna takes I, it all to make us have people in office well, right I, i'm only gonna cheat when i'm running in the party but i'm not gonna cheat in the general 
<laughs> I mean, really? So, and we didn't have any cheating in the presidential election either. So, I mean, here's a couple other quotes. Okay, this one is from uh, Boss Tweed. Now, Boss Tweed, this is from the famous cartoon. Uh, Boss Tweed was the guy who ran uh, New York's uh, Five Points District. If you remember, you know, gangs in New York. He was the politician. Right. You know that they were all. Con you know, he was controlling everything. And then this is from Boss Tweed. He says, "As long as I count the votes, what are you going to do about it?" Okay, <laughs> that's from 1871. Okay, and yeah, then, remember I'm the one that's counting them. So hey, so this is the, so there's a theme here that if you're in power, you don't really care who votes; you care who counts the votes. Now, who's been counting our votes? Hmm, Democratic machines, Dom, uh, well, Dominion. Uh, I don't know. I mean. Oh. Yeah, other countries. Remember all the. Do you remember uh, the information actually was going over into Germany? How about uh, Georgia, where they shoot all the guys that were watching out of the room, and they brought in ballots uh, on camera, and yeah. ran them through the machines a bunch of times. Yeah, I don't like that count. Let's redo it. Yeah, <laughs> so go at it again. Maybe it is who counts them. Here's Napoleon. This is uh, you know, I do not care. I do. I care not who casts. The votes of a nation, provided I can count them. So let's see. This has been going on for quite a while about who counts the vote, right? I mean, we're going back in history. So I'm a, I'm in I'm in wiki quote now. <laughs> I'm in wiki quote. There's actually and, and this a, is going to be a mixture. I didn't know that there was a wiki quote till this morning, but I guess there's a wiki quote. This is a mixture. Some so, true, some lies. Now it, we have in <laughs> Russian the quote. I speak a little bit of Russian, and I might read a little bit of Russian, but I, I'm not versed enough to read the, the quote, but the loose translation is, the people who cast the votes decide nothing. The people who count the votes decide everything. Oh, once again. Just all, yeah. just all coincidence. Uh, you know, uh, here's another quote, Stalin. So they're so, so they try to frame it in these articles that Stalin never said it like that. It was taken out of context. I'm not sure how you take that out of context. Well, even if you do, what difference does it matter if you're the one that's counting the vote? You have the power, according to them. Here, here's I'm surprised they even allow Stalin on there because they don't recognize a lot of that Well, stuff. here's here's USA uh, Today. This is from uh, last year in November uh, after... Uh, Biden was uh, won the election. Fact check. Stalin likely didn't say the quote about those who count the votes decides everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after yeah, days of counting, uh, pre President-elect Joe Biden's home state of Pennsylvania pushed him past that the electoral minimum to become the 46th uh, uh, president. We know there was so much voter cheating. Uh, that That's still going on. There is a clip of him saying... And I, I'll have to find it if I can. But I seen where Biden says that they, him and Obama, basically created the biggest uh, voter fraud. I do remember that uh, back a while machine, back. basically yeah. Yeah. Uh, system uh, in the play to in the in the history of the world. Yeah, they had it rigged long before the election actually come about. Well, it seems like there's been a lot of things that are rigged uh, here, and so. You know, but the quote here, I got a notable quote, uh, who, those who decide, uh, those who vote decides nothing, uh, those who count the votes decides everything's Joseph Stalin. So let's say that it's not Stalin, but why would we, why, okay, so it's better when Joe says it? 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't okay. agree with old Joe? It's not. A, it's not. It's who counts the votes and who makes your vote. Make sure your vote is counted. Right. Twice or three times or so what? Not at all or so what if ninety percent of the people were dead that vote got counted? Well, I mean, why should we have a problem? Ninety percent is a pretty high number. <laughs> I'm just but. saying, you know. <laughs> but he admitted he assembled a, a, a fundamental totalitarian voting principle, voting principle, which Democrats across the U.S. Hey, because remember when Hillary got out of, uh, you know, got. Uh, Voted out of office or never got into office because she would run for president and Trump. No, they thought they a had surprise it. win. Mm-hmm. Boy, you could talk about voter fraud at that point. Oh, Trump cheated. I mean, it was across the board from the media, the mainstream, right. every place, the newspapers, uh, because they they uh, they didn't think that uh, Trump had a chance to win. So it's kind of interesting how how this election fraud only goes one way. And uh, it's kind of like interesting. all other stuff only goes one way. Most everything they deal with, and it's kind of interesting that Stalin and Biden agree that who gets to count the votes matters more than who votes the that, votes. That, that should scare you a lot. Well, you would with, think. with any president quoting the same quotes as Stalin. I'm just saying. Well, he, you know, he saw out of touch with reality. He, he might not even have thought about it, but it's. I mean, there's stuff that rises out of uh, uh, Biden every once in a while where you go, "Did he really say that crap?" You know, I mean, like the, saying that they created the vis- biggest voting uh, fraud right, machine. Right. Right. I mean, there's things that come out, and you go, "Was that a Freudian slip, or is he just throwing it in your face and well, mocking you?" Yeah, and because, you wonder why his handlers are so on him anymore. You know what I mean? They're like, Joe. You know, no, yeah. over here. Yeah, and, over here. Oh, I shouldn't no, say Joe, that. Joe, yeah. It's just a, it's so yeah. weird, you know. And, and like I said, I was talking yesterday. I mean, doesn't is it me, or is it just me that doesn't he walk really weird, like he's really just Pinocchio? Weird. I'm sorry. So I mean, you know, he's really weird. We know he sniffs girls and people and all kinds of weird stuff. And you know, he talks about his hairy legs and, he, and some of the stuff that he has said is just off the charts. That that it all gets buried by mainstream media, coincidentally. Right. Well, if you look at him sometimes when he's you know on TV or wherever, he doesn't look real. Have you noticed it's that? It's just he, really. It's, it's, it's kind, really it's kind weird. of like plastic. Well, he looks he looks really weird. But he goes through stages. Yeah, and one day, the next one time day, he looks yeah, good. yeah, one the next day time he'll he look looks really like he's bad. All up. The next day it looks like he got pumped full of something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, so we'll see how that goes. Is he, uh, you know, is he uh, disintegrating? I, I, I don't know. Deteriorating. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's go. Uh, let's let's get on to some uh, uh, news about the corona. Virus, the Decepticon, all of that crap. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's look at this uh, story from ABC News. Uh, let's pull that one up. Uh, yeah, this is. I find this very interesting. Now, this last Wednesday, uh, Governor Mussolini down there in Sacramento uh, decided that uh, you know uh, um, Gavin Newsom. Uh, in case you don't know who Mussolini was, he was a dictator in World War II, Italy. If you're not up, so so anyway. Uh, Everybody in California was uh, mandated indoors on the fifteenth of this month to wear a mask. Yeah, except certain counties exempting San Francisco. And this is ABC News, so they wouldn't lie either. With I know <laughs> everything and it says, it could a lie. be a lot more than but, that. But yeah, San Francisco got exempted from having to wear masks because I guess in the Bay Area 
The ocean breeze gets rid of COVID? I don't know. The California is exempting San Francisco from a rule, and they also, uh, you know, after I after I read this, uh, I also found out from a couple other sources. I'm not sure if they're, if it's notated in here that they exempted San Mateo and Contra Costa County. Oh, interestingly enough, so so COVID not doesn't. Salito. So you know, COVID is is, is San Francisco. Uh, you know, Sausalito, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> That's a private joke. We won't talk yeah. about it. But uh, it is a little uh, yeah, off-color. You know, they're but, a little light but, in the loafers the in Sausalito. Is, so you have the most, the area that has the most homeless, I'm guessing, of California would why be there, San Francisco. Why are they not? one all, of the top. Why are they not all dead? Right. And they don't have to wear masks, but us in Northern California and other places have to wear masks. Well, well, they will continue with a lot fewer people. They will continue to allow fully vaccinated people to m- remove their masks in gyms and workplaces while overall masking mandate remains in effect uh, the city. And we're going to get more into this as we go because I want to play this. Uh, go ahead and scroll down. I-, I wanted to see what the bottom of this uh, says. So there. do you have to show oh. your papers in San Francisco? Well, that's kind of where it's kind of going, isn't it? Because, uh, you know, those guys who got one vaccine dose, uh, you know, and then I'm finding out that they're lying about all of that, too. Uh, you know, there's now there's coming out with articles that are saying that it's a lot. The, the vaccination rate's not nearly as high as they're trying to tell us. Oh, that, that wouldn't like, surprise me at all. They're saying like 80%. Well, I'm finding out it's like 46%. Yeah, they're saying 86%. 86%. In this article that 86% of San Francisco residents have been I'm sure. One I'm sure every one of those vaccine. homeless guys went straight to the clinic. Sure they did. They're all vaccinated. There's needles Don't everywhere. You know yeah. Yeah, interesting. Uh, so, so, so this is, this mandate is on for June fifteenth. Who, yeah, so people who are vaccinated and unvaccinated, who would even want to go to San Francisco anymore? I mean, I think that's part of the reason they're exempting San Francisco and San Mateo and Contra Costa is because you know the smash and grab is driving everybody out of the city. That's I mean, would true. you go down there? I mean, would you be if you were a business? Would you open up a business in San Francisco right now? Heck no. Do you think their revenue is dropping off the cliff? <laughs> I wouldn't go to San Francisco and not have, you know, even if I don't have a business. If they weren't getting any money from the uh, state who's getting their money from the feds, from the house that Beelzebub built, these guys would be falling off into the ocean. Yeah, and I heard this morning they want $12 billion, I believe it was, for the homeless people in San Francisco to, to help house them. Yeah, San, and, and, you know, San Francisco businesses were relieved that the city can continue permitting fully vaccinated people to go mac- maskless in some indoor locations. Uh, okay, so do you think maybe these guys are like hanging on by their nails on yeah. the edge of a, a cliff? Yeah. So so let's uh, let's go on to the next. Uh, yeah, there uh, wouldn't be anything going on in the Bay Area with the people and the homeless and. Oh, they, they yeah. Uh, you know, it's just uh, now. This next one is a blockbuster. This is Citizens Free Press, but uh, uh, you know, we want to. There's there's three parts. We'll play the first two almost in full. I think this is one of the most important interviews that I've ever uh, seen. Now, this is this is Doctor McCullough, uh, Peter M- McCullough. And uh, I'll tell you what, this is a blockbuster interview. I think that, you know, the reason we're replaying this is because I think this is so important for people to get out there and understand uh, that 
This guy's not some schmo. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, he's he's a chief well, you, medical wait, advisor, and he has many degrees. Wait, wait till you hear his credentials in the next video. But let's go ahead and play this, and then we'll take some notes, talk about it, and then we'll play the other one. Uh, I think this is so important. It's just unbelievable. And how, how much we've been lied to. Our patient works substantially, and we've had a giant loss of life, a giant number, millions and millions of unnecessary hospitalizations. Uh, and it seemed to me, and I said, I've told Tucker Carlson and many others, it seems to me early on there was an, an intentional, very comprehensive suppression of early treatment in order to promote fear, suffering, isolation, hospitalization, and, and death. And it seemed to be completely organized and intentional in order to create acceptance for and then promote mass vaccination so you believe this is a premeditated thing that they were doing so they realized that in order to get people enthusiastic about taking this vaccine the best way to do that was to not have a protocol for treatment it's not just my idea now it's completely laid out by the book by dr pam popper the book recently published by peter break Reagan, uh, COVID-19 and the Global Predators, We Are the Prey. I wrote one of the uh, introductions. Dr. Leif Leet and Dr. Vladimir Lysenko wrote the other introductions. These books are basically nonfiction. They have a thousand citations in the Reagan book showing how it was coordinated and planned. Now Bobby Kennedy has his book out, The Real Anthony Fauci. I'm the most uh, mentioned physician in that book. I can tell you that if you want to find the evidence that Moderna was working on the vaccine before the virus ever emanated out of the lab. If you wanted to find the, the collusions and the operations between the Gates Foundation and Gavi and CEPI and Pfizer and Moderna and the vaccine manufacturers and the Wuhan lab and the National Institutes of Health and Ralph Barrick and University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill and how all this was organized. If you want to see the Johns Hopkins planning seminar called the SPARS pandemic in 2017 where they had a symposium, people showed up, they wrote up their symposium findings, they published this. It says it's going to be a coronavirus. It's going to be related to MERS and SARS. It's going to come over here to the United States. It's going to shut down cities and frighten people. There's going to be confusion regarding a drug, hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. And we're going to utilize all that in order to railroad the population into mass vaccination. It's laid out in the Johns Hopkins SPARS pandemic training seminar. The only thing they got wrong was the year. They said it was going to be 2025. Instead, it landed a few years early. We have to reconcile with vaccine safety. So the story is... By January 22nd, we already had 182 deaths after the vaccine, January 22nd. For all the vaccines combined, 278 million shots given uh, each year in the United States. Kids, adults, me and you, I took two last year, I took one this year, 270 million shots. The average number of deaths that would ever come into our central database, about 150. We've been keeping this database for 20 years. Suddenly, we were at 182. And then it was a very important recognition that many of us had. Say, wait a minute, the CDC and FDA they didn't have any safety review. They didn't have an external uh, critical event committee. They didn't have a data safety monitoring committee, and they didn't have a human ethics board assigned to the program. It turns out we had the <coughs> wrong agencies leading the program. The FDA is supposed to be the drug watch uh, government organization. They don't lead clinical programs. The CDC is supposed to be the outbreak evaluation program. They don't lead clinical programs. <coughs> so, in fact, we actually had the wrong, we had, the, in a sense, uh, 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 the fox guarding the chicken coop, in a sense, we had the wrong people leading the programs, and then we didn't have the independent safety committees. So there was nobody to stop the program in February. You know, it, it, normally what happens is you get five deaths after any product that's unexplained. 
black box warning may cause death. You get to 50 deaths, I don't care if it's 50 million, 60 million people take the drug, you get to 50 deaths, it's off the market and it gets reviewed for safety. I've been involved with these, Joe, at a national level. We never let a drug go on and be associated with 50 deaths afterwards. We were at 182 and there was no safety review. Remember I told you in February, I demanded, as a citizen, I demanded a report from the federal government. We needed a report and a press briefing on vaccine safety and efficacy. We never got it. Pickle gang. All right, go ahead and cut that <laughs> off there. The pickle gang. I don't know about that. <laughs> so let's queue up the other one. You can scroll down, and uh, then we've got this one here. And uh, just a couple of things on this. This was organized by who? You know, you get to the point. Yeah, go go ahead and throw it out to number to uh, uh, twelve. I think because twelve seconds, I think, is where you want to go. Uh, so, well, the same people that invented it back before it became a pandemic or a pandemic, whatever you want to call it. Well, a guy told me once, and if you're walking through the forest and it's all a bunch of big, you know, it's just a big forest and there's there's no rhyme or reason to it, and you walk out into a field and all of a sudden every, all the trees are planted in a row, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to, that there's some intelligent design behind this. So then you have to ask the question, organized by who, planned by who? And I think the acronym WHO might be a good place to start. The World Health Organization might be up on the table here. But uh, Chinese government, the globalists, the communists. All of the above. All the above. Well, we do know that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But we do know Dr. Fauci was over there before. Pfizer. And Pfizer. And he's part of Pfizer. Why would uh, they keep the Emergency Authorization Act? Because if you have five deaths, they pull, 50 deaths, you pull it off the market. What are the current deaths? We, 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 should, we should look at that number if we can find it. I, I think it's a lot more than 180-something. That was back in February. Didn't they back in, like, you know, when they had the Spanish flu, wasn't it nine deaths and they pulled that? Right. Vaccine. I believe it was right around yeah, nine the, deaths. They automatically pulled it. So, And then why doesn't Pfizer advertise? You know, when you see all of these uh, advertisements, uh, uh, take this for your, your scaly skin and, you know, it has these side effects. Because if it was approved, you would have to, by law under the, the, I can't remember the name of the act, you have to tell them what the side effects are, the adverse effects are. He goes into it in the next in the next section here about you got to, you got to, so, so they're going to keep it for not just the fact that they have no no culpability there's no there's no legal uh, danger for these guys because nobody can sue them under this but then they wouldn't have to tell you what the adverse rea- they don't have to tell you what the, the adverse exactly. reactions are and they don't with any of them whether it's moderna or johnson and johnson or pfizer or any of them do you don't hear any disclaimers on tv no or anywhere i i do believe it's even hard for you to actually get the pamphlet yeah, with but, the information if you were to go and I get mean, it. I mean, and there's so many know. things that are associated with it beyond gears or however you pronounce it. You got myocarditis. Uh, you got, uh, you got, yeah, I mean, I guess death, you know, you know, but you hear those commercials it's like, yeah, uh, this person is going to break out in the scales and uh, brown discharge. And, you know, you get none of that with this, even though we're, n- we know that, that the side effects are huge and, and, mm-hmm. and wide ranging. So let's go yeah. ahead and roll the, the rest of this here. And, uh, and then it also goes into uh, the doctor and his credentials. This guy is not a schmo. This guy is 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 one of the leading experts in the world on this stuff. So go ahead, go ahead and roll it, Eli. My concern is that corporations, their goal is to continually make more money. Every year they'd like to make more money than the last. 
this year for the pharmaceutical companies, it's been an insanely profitable year because of the vaccines. My, I have a real concern, and I wonder if you share this concern, that they're going to try to continue to make the same amount of money. And the best way to do that is to continue to encourage people to be vaccinated and to create new vaccines, even if they're not necessarily the right thing to do. If it's about making money, I'd almost prefer the vaccines get full FDA approval. You know, none of the vaccines are FDA approved. Right. Even Pfizer's not FDA approved. That was a false talking point. Pfizer has a continuation of the EUA. Uh, BioNTech, which is not in the United States, got a biological licensing agreement. That still means they have to do a lot to get approved. They have to actually have a, a approved package insert. They have to commit to post-marketing studies on myocarditis. They have to give safety warnings on pregnancy. They're not there yet. So no product is approved in the United States. They're all emergency use authorized. Everybody needs to know that. Another false talking point, that Pfizer was approved on August 23rd, went all the way up to the President of the United States. Since when in history do we have false talking points issued out of FDA meetings that go up to the President of the United States. So they're not approved. Um, listen, everybody's entitled to make some money. What seems unfair about this? What seems unfair about this is the government paid for the development costs. The government pre-purchased the products, even, even before they knew it was going to work or not work. And we know that with uh, a new pharmaceutical company, uh, a new product that was developed by a pharmaceutical company, whether it's a new company or existing company, we know a benchmark for a blockbuster drug would be a billion dollars of sales in its first year. That's a that's a benchmark. And typically, half of that billion is spent on the sales force. There's, there's a investment of billions of dollars in R&D. Do you know with the vaccines that Pfizer in its first year hit $33 billion? And now I think next year, $36 billion, no development costs. The government, no sales force because they don't have to sell the vaccine. Mm. They are just the suppliers to the government program. Is that a dangerous relationship? What's dangerous is not fair balance. If we had FDA-approved products, you see them on TV. When's the last time you saw a drug commercial? Let's say you have a drug that's for psoriasis. Oh, my psoriasis is cleared up. Remember the people diving in a pool and they don't mm -hmm. have any psoriasis? They have beautiful skin, they're happy, and they're dancing. Okay, you take a psoriasis drug, Joe. It says, warning, may cause tuberculosis. Get a TB test, warning. There's fair balance. That's the U.S. Drug and Cosmetic Act. That's the Landman Act. We actually have the Truth and Advertising Act. There must be fair balance. Every product has a risk and a benefit. Every product has a risk and benefit. We can never propose a product to anybody in the United States without fair balance. You mentioned myocarditis, and I have to tell you, since you had him on the show, and since we're both graduates of the University of Michigan, which, by the way, is, you know, I think it's one of the better places in the United States. He went to medical school there. I went to graduate school there. I went to UT Southwestern. I finished top of my class. I'm, I'm a, a, a Alpha Omega Alpha. You know, the, the doctors who are in the know how to treat COVID-19, we're no chump change. I went to the University of Washington in Seattle, top medicine residency program in the United States. I'm the most published person in my field in world in history. I have 51 publications in COVID-19. I have U.S. Senate testimony. A judge just relied on my testimony to overturn the entire mandates for the whole country. I'm telling you, when I had an interview with Tucker Carlson, he started getting worked up. He looked at the monitor. He goes, if you don't know who this doctor is, why don't you look at him? He goes, he has authority. And he's right. I do have authority, Joe. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because what's going on uh, here 
is that we have a situation where we have people in positions of authority. The person you had on here in a position of authority was Sanjay Gupta. And I'm going to pick on him a little bit because Sanjay Gupta uh, came on Sesame Street, and I want to show the graphic if I don't have it. He came on Sesame Street, and uh, what he did is with another CNN correspondent, he was actually seducing children into taking the vaccine. Yeah, I saw that. It's very disturbing. Okay, seducing. Most I am telling disturbing. you, no good doctor would do that because there must be risks and benefits. Did he tell the kids and the parents there's FDA warnings that this can cause heart inflammation? Did the other CNN correspondent, who's a mother, did she show even show an ounce of concern? What Scott Atlas uses in his book, Joe's, he used the term he uses is off the rails. We're off the rails. People in positions of authority are doing bad things, trying to seduce children into taking a vaccine that has official FDA warnings on it without giving fair balance. That's malfeasance. That's wrongdoing by people in position of authority. There should never be an official on TV that says the vaccines are safe and effective. Take them. Listen, they have to be proven. Show us the safety and show us the efficacy and let people make a choice. One cannot conclude that they're safe and effective without showing any data. I would never do that. If you go back to, um, this is Sanjay Gupta and the CNN correspondent. Yeah, I've there, seen that. There was no fair balance there. I, well, I, got, just, I got nauseated when I saw that. It's just bizarre that he would do that. I don't understand it. Well, remember, he parroted a talking point that our head of the National Allergy and Immunology Branch parroted. They said that there was no data for ivermectin. They said it was a horse dewormer. Now, either they knew or they should have known the 63 supportive studies and or the over 30 randomized trials. Hey, that's a court of law. Either you knew or you should have known. A, position in a, a person in a position of authority either knew or, sh or, or should have known. Scott Atlas says they're incompetent. They don't know. That's what he says. Bring them on. He'll tell you. He thinks they're incompetent. I'm not so sure. It's either they knew or they should have known. Either one of those is good. Either he knows or he should have known. Either one is not good. Which one is it? Right. Uh, ask him. Ask him. Give him a call. W which one is it? Do you, do you know about the myocarditis risks? Or should you know? He most certainly knows because I showed it to him on the show. I mean, that was a, a weird moment on the show, in fact, because he was trying to look at the results and spin it the other way. So, that's... This, uh, I would like to think that... This well, let's we can go ahead and end it there. But I think you, I think anybody who's interested in this should watch not only the full clip, and there's another one past this. But I mean, I, this is hard hitting stuff because they're they're blowing it out of the water. And CNN, oh gee, just in the last week or two, pedophiles. Everybody's got pedophile things going. They lie uh, consistently about right. everything. They're not on the on the take. Are these guys are all on? These guys are all corrupted and paid off, uh, or they're part of the machine. So with Either that said, way, I think that brings. Us to the end of I this show. I think we show. got a, this show, and then we'll and get then on to the we'll, next. And then we'll probably continue it on the next All one. Right. Thanks for following. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Stay tuned.